Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Thanks for joining us. You're listening to Unbecoming of Age, the podcast hosted by two guys that have never met in real life. My name is Colin Flynn. I live in Iowa, and I'd like to welcome my co-host, Mr. John M. Craig. Yeah, Mr. John M. Craig. Just Red outside Bank, New York. Yeah. Red Bank, New Jersey. Well, Middletown. But it doesn't matter. Nobody gives a fuck. We don't live really close to one another. And uh, just before we turned on the mics, I was, was kind of bitching about internet speeds. We just, I like to check our speeds. It's like it's like a dick swinging contest. Hey, Colin, what kind of sw- what kind of speeds do you have? And I don't know, whatever Colin was at, we were both under 10 on the upload. And I'm like, that's fucking bullshit. And I'm like, yeah. no, it's not. This is fucking amazing. <laughs> Two guys who have never met. In, in how many miles away are we? Over uh, about twelve hundred? No, about uh, I think it's thousand fifty. Thousand. Okay, you've you've done it. All right. Yeah. And we have a fucking radio show. Okay. Well, I mean, it's, it's a podcast, but a but podcast. nonetheless, I mean, <laughs> the technology, all of it's pretty fucking amazing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you go back in the past and you look in the future, you're like, wait, where am I? You're in your ex wife's pool house. Who are you talking to? Some guy. How'd you meet him? I don't know. On my phone? What do you mean you met him on your phone? The wrong number? No. Just like, no, it's amazing. So. Yeah, it's, it's pretty pretty uh, bizarre concept. If you would have, uh, you know, somebody that uh, died 10 years ago or something like that, if you would have told them that, you know, in 10 years, people that have never met each other are going to be doing this uh, podcast that uh, arguably uh, these aren't the, the largest numbers in the world, but we do have downloads from all over the world, all sorts of cr- crazy places. And yeah. Uh, yeah, we appreciate that. But uh, yeah, it's it's a strange damn concept. It, it, it's as strange as the concept. This is my segue uh, of me. I'm in the house on a Sunday afternoon alone. There's nobody here. Just me chilling on a Sunday. How'd that happen? I know. Isn't it weird? Oh, uh, really? Uh, what's going on? Well, there's people uh, around all the time. Dogs, yes, cats. The, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. With all that's there. The dogs, no, no cats, but uh, no cats, dogs, right? Yeah, but dogs, the chickens, the chickens, rabbits. Yeah. Yeah, they're all there, and hopefully uh, dogs won't start barking. But uh, anyway, uh, so uh, my wife and uh, I think one, two, three, like five, six maybe of her girlfriends have all um, they've all flown off today for uh, Sedona, Arizona. They're going down to uh, kind of I've never been to Sedona. I've been to near there in Arizona. I'm kind of familiar with the whole thing. Sedona is kind of a artsy fartsy woo uh, woo hippieish hippieish hippieish. Yeah community like magic crystal rocks and shit and meditation and spas what are they doing well yeah um so uh it's got all of that and uh it's a lot warmer than it is here uh obviously because uh, well we just it hasn't snowed in a week uh knock on wood but uh this is kind of for mike actually but uh so yeah they're they're going down there for for the girls girls week they're gonna they're be down there they went left today and back on thursday so uh, you know, I don't know. Well, it sounds like they're going to do a lot of fun stuff. I know they talked about uh, the uh, there's a little town near there uh, that uh, is the name of which is escaping me. But the uh, it's, there's a lot of wineries around there. Jerome, that's Jerome, Arizona. Mm-hmm. So, so there's a bunch of these uh, wineries, and Jerome is a mining town. It's kind of built up on a little hillside thing. It looks uh, pretty kitschy. Uh, I have I've drove through there. I don't remember a lot about it, but um, now it's uh, turned into uh, a place where a lot of people 
people go. The guy from Tool, uh, the singer from Tool, what's his Maynard, name? Maynard uh, yeah. Keen. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Maynard. He's Maynard. got a winery yeah. there. And so, oh, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, so it sounds like a cool thing. I think more than anything, it's um, it's kind of a buyer's remorse week for them. They, they, <laughs> they can uh, get together and, and talk about their husbands, you know, and uh, well, yeah, share okay. stories. Your, so your wife, she uh, is, is a writer, right? That's correct. correct. Yeah. So she's, yeah. a, she's a freelance. So I mean, but she's got like regular client publications that hire yes. her. Yeah. Yeah. So she, I would imagine, she has some level of flexibility, and that if she needed to write something, she could still do it there. Obviously. Yes, she right. is uh, truly. It could be a digital nomad if she just uh, decided to do that. I, she did make sure that uh, with this thing that she's going to be uh, out of touch and she's going to not do that. But if that were the case, you know, she could make the same amount of money living anywhere she literally anywhere in the world she would she could still do what she does now what about now how many how many friends how many without getting too much uh, into the group and in specifics how many are, are there uh, you know? down there i think yeah, how many of these friends have gone to get gotten together uh i think there's six of them yeah oh, wow yeah and and are they all local to to you guys yeah, and one of the one of the people, her father and mother moved down to Sedona, uh, and they're you know retired, and uh, they they have this uh, home that occasionally they'll they'll leave for extended periods of time. I don't know if they're traveling somewhere else like Europe or something like that, but the house is basically uh, has been uh, it's it's available for the week and and then some. So mm-hmm. um, they get this you know beautiful house with a beautiful you know location, and it's you know it's fun place to be so I, I think they're gonna have a really good right, time right. But, uh, and yeah. and it's literally not their beautiful house i mean they get to enjoy it but how did they get there they know how they got there they traveled there and it's a trip but uh, it's uh, like the talking heads song okay exactly anyway right. Uh, that's right i'm a jackass um so now is this a trip that they've done before is it something they try to do yearly and and At first i think this is their first annual this is the maiden voyage oh this is, okay yeah, I, that, I love the positivity in that this is the first annual like you're expecting this is gonna go so well we're gonna do this every year if the, if they don't kill each other it's <laughs> when you, i think okay. when you get six women together yep. trying to yeah okay yeah that's my next question can you think of right this moment can you think of five dudes that you'd want to go away with and spend time in a house for five nights i you know i think it would be a stretch I, you know and probably you know two or three would be okay but you know, when you get past that I, I, but they, i'm kind of like that with relatives too anything you know um you know, come stay at my house but uh <laughs> three days you're fucking out um yeah, there's kind of a there's kind of a window there, and there were some personality uh, differences. I know already before they left, there was some uh, some uh, longer discussions. I think about uh, what time they should leave for the airport, and mm-hmm. uh, you know who, who was going to check a bag and who wasn't, sort of things like that. Where there was, uh, and they flew Southwest, so. Um, uh, no, Allegiant, I guess, is what they flew, and that's it, and Allegiant is like Southwest in that you know they've got uh, kind of cattle call, no frills sort of thing, and and uh, I don't know, there, there was a little more angst there than I thought there might be before they left, but uh, hopefully they've all settled in. My my wife can be very very chill, and she doesn't. I okay. One of the things they talked about, and you mentioned it, was the spa thing. And uh, Rachel said uh, she didn't want to. Okay, two things she doesn't want to do. Uh, she doesn't want to go hiking. Uh, she's just that's not her it's not her thing he, anywhere 
And so why would she go to Arizona where it's warm and just go hiking just for the sake of hiking? Now, there's two or three of these women that are really into the idea of let's go hiking. And she's like, nah, I'm not going to go hiking. And you can go hiking. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. I can Uber around town if you guys want to take the – they've got a rental vehicle that they're, that they're all using, a uh, minivan, I guess. And so um, she said, you know, go ahead and go. That's, that's fine. I'll, I'll completely and totally I will entertain myself. Um, but there's, there's uh, certain personalities, certain types that are like, well – why can't we all go? We should all go. And she's like, the other thing was with hiking, she didn't want to do. The other thing she said she wasn't going to do was the spa thing. She didn't want to go get a massage. She said, I can, I can do that anywhere. And okay, so the idea that you're at a resort or in a resort kind of area and you're getting a massage, uh, you're just paying a lot for a massage inside a place that looks like the inside of every other place until you walk outside. And she can walk outside without getting the massage. So, And she also pointed out that usually when she gets a massage and this is with me too uh when you go for one of those things i feel kind of crappy afterwards it kind of you know releases toxins or whatever i always kind of feel kind of queasy and they tell you drink a bunch of water and all that stuff and why would you do that on vacation is her point so she but i don't we'll see if they don't kill each other it'll be fine they'll do it again (laughs) now what what if what if uh one of them says to her uh let's um you want to go for a walk and then they go for a walk yeah. in the mountains. Does that count as a hike? Like, what's what's the difference, really? You know what I mean? Like, you're just going for a walk. Uh, she, if it's trail, I think would be her, you know, <laughs> is, it, is it paved? Is it paved? Is there, uh, you know, that sort of thing. That would be, uh, you know, that would be probably the uh, part that would be okay. Oh, I just got a, uh, just got a message from her on the ground in Mesa. Flight was super fun. And she's going. You want to get? You want to get to that? Why don't you respond? She just. Uh, she just landed. She's going on a trip. You can do that, right? Well, you don't I, have I to do. share what you're saying. I mean, well, I've got my know? watch. So I've got my watch here. So all I got to do is find one of those canned things, <laughs> like a little, like an emoji, right? Thumbs up. I just hit the thumbs up. Bam. All right, covered. <laughs> right. <laughs> got it. <laughs> So that's the greatest thing about the Apple Watch is you can do the texting without without really texting. And I, and I use the vocal part of it, you know, the, the voice. I have. I've done yeah. that. Yeah. I, I tried to do that last night. I was driving uh, Uber and Lyft. It was mostly Lyft last night. It's the first time I had done it in a couple of weeks. Uh, I may have, like, squeezed in a ride here or there, but, like, so. And I dropped off my son, Cameron, to hang out with his friends. And my ex-wife and my daughter were at a dance a recital for, for Kylie, the daughter. And I, uh, I knew I had to pick up Cameron at like 11. I ended up, I stayed pretty local because it's a, it's a weekend, it's busy, and, and I was able to stay somewhat local. And the next thing you know, I, I, I'm about 20, 25 minutes away, and I pick up like two, two young girls in their early 20s. And they wanted to go to uh, New Brunswick, New Jersey, uh, the Rutgers University campus. They were going okay. to a, a bar up there. So now I'm about 40 minutes from home. It's like, fuck. So they're in the car. They have the aux cord. They're playing their music. They're playing the new J. Cole. It's like, you know, I'm kind of digging their music, but it's loud. And I'm like, fuck. I'm looking at the time. I'm like, holy shit, holy shit. And then I, I, I had already just texted Cameron, but now I can't take a call. I don't have, even if I had like Bluetooth and I, I, so, so I'm like, fuck. So I'm kind of trying to text him for my watch, but then I don't want to confuse him. And then it goes into a downward spiral, like, because I'm like trying to write on my wrist because yeah. it, it, lifting with like loud hip-hop listening up like and then i'm like there are passengers in the back seat and i'm like whispering into my wrist like <laughs> like like 
and they're two young girls, I, they'd yeah. be scared. They're going to get scared. I don't want to scare young girls, you know, uh, not while working for a big company. I don't want to take down a company, but normally, no, I don't ever want to scare young girls. I wanted to, so I, so I'm, and now I'm texting my ex-wife. No, I'm actually texting Kylie because I'm, I'm pretty sure that they're driving home. And I'm like, I want to find out if they can pick up Cameron. And it's like my communication is like, it's very, there's nothing specific. Like there's no, I should probably fill in, like I should probably set like these auto messages, like uh, driving uh, driving for Uber right now, can't text or talk, you know, can you pick up Cameron? Can you pick up Kylie? Like just a bunch of things that are going to come up. Because, uh, but it, it worked out though. I mean, I was able to communicate with them well enough be- with the watch to get them to all you know, to not keep Cameron stranded. So would it, that would was it, a boring story. No. Would it, would it have been uh, – do you think it would have been a bad thing just to have said, hey, i got to text my son. Can you? I'm just going to turn this down for just a second. I'm going to do it with my watch. And well, there's, so there's, there's a couple things going on. Like, what, so you have these two young girls in the car. They're listening to their music, and they're having like a full-on conversation. It, chances are at night they're not even paying attention to me, you know, and I could probably do it. You know, I it, it's a – I don't know. It, it's really something. It, it wasn't. We, we weren't. It wasn't an, an emergency situation, right? Like I had a good sense that I would drop them off at ten thirty, and I could get back in time. But uh, it, I think this was a lift ride, and I don't know how to do it in the in the driver app where I can make this my last trip. In Uber, it's really easy to say, you know, stop new requests, right? Yeah. But knowing that I'm going to the Rutgers University campus on a Saturday night at like ten. 10 15 10 30 p.m i'm likely to get a new request before i even drop them off because it's busy sure right and so it becomes a whole thing you know i mean i could cancel but i don't want to cancel it's a whole th- and i wanted to make more money like i figured like okay i need to make money all the time but we all do really so it's but i was it was glad to have it and communicate but it, it, i've got too much going on while i'm in the car driving like i i don't like, I don't read a lot, and that's one of the reasons I listen to a lot of podcasts is because I'm in the car a lot, and, and I can take it in that way. Like, even with the real estate exam that I have coming up, it's like, I've got to gotta read the book, and, I'm, and, like, I haven't looked online yet, but I, like, I would love to find, like, an audio program for the New Jersey real estate exam that I can listen to and kind of take it all in, you know? And I think I retain things better when I listen as opposed to reading. Is there a real estate exam app? So not exactly. There's uh so have you ever heard of a uh, Quizlet? Do do your daughters use Quizlet? Well, the reason I asked is because Tori just got her she just got her driver's permit. And uh it Wait, took isn't her, she 15? Yeah, yeah. That's they, crazy uh, to me. Okay. Well, yeah, here you can get the I get it. The permit yeah, yeah, early. Yeah, 14, yeah. I think, is when you get it. Some kids start driving to school at 14. You can, you wow. Can, yeah, you can make that happen. They're supposed to be by themselves and take a direct route and all that stuff, but there's a lot of parents that don't give a shit, and the kids are driving all over. So you see these people in cars going by. Sometimes you're looking at it going, mm-hmm. how can that person? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Vern Troyer's driving a car going, <laughs> going by. Uh, by the way, he just died. Rest in peace. But What? Um, what? Vern, yeah, oh, Vern Troyer. Oh, shit. Aww. You know, the, the little guy Aww, from... He was a yeah. adorable yeah 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 <laughs> just saw a picture of him he's 27 donuts tall but uh yeah <laughs> was that a meme was that like a, no it was actually someone him. did a side by side did they put him next to donuts he did it himself i think he had of somebody stack up, stack up donuts he's standing there with a big smile on his face and it, yeah it's kind of like a meme i'm 27 donuts tall right. but uh 
So yeah. you're saying so she has her permit and and you see these young kids driving and and uh, what scares was that? the hell out of me, scares the life out of me. But um, so we're we're trying to keep it slow with her, even though she's 15 now. She's she's getting it, and she, um, the way the the stuff stacks up, she won't won't actually be able to get her real full license uh, until she's been. I think it's been done with driver's ed for a year or something like that. I can't remember exactly how it works, but she won't be able to get her full license until she's like 16 and a half now. So. Uh, if everything works out and she gets it all together and does well, that would be as quick as she can get it. But it took her four tries to pass the test for the for the you know the written test for for the uh, permit because she wasn't really she wasn't studying. I kept saying, "Well, get the book. You know, they they've got a book. Uh, you want me to get the book? No, I don't want a book. They got Did they an have app. an app. They have an app. Yeah, they've got an app. So she was you know uh, just kept saying, "Take you know she could use the app and that would be enough." She said, well, "She said I passed the test on the app like four times, so I'm fine." And then she'd go in and flunk it. And they have this deal where the way it works is. Um, when as soon as you, you know, it's electronic you go in and sit in front of a computer and, and answer questions and if you miss i think it's seven or something like that then you no matter when you miss seven you don't take the whole test and they go you miss seven wrong it's like as soon as you miss seven eh, the thing just shuts off and so <laughs> uh finally she got the book uh, and looked at the book a little bit before she I don't know how much it helped, but uh, that's what I was wondering about the real estate exam. You would think, now this Quizlet thing, uh, you, you, there's sample tests on there. So apparently. no, so Quizlet is, is you can make you make your own notes, and there are other oh. people that make your own right. So you can do it for any test, for anything, for you know uh, your social studies class, your and. You know, you'll you'll find so there are people that have made them. Like it's almost like there's a bunch of flashcards, questions. You know, sometimes it's a full-on mock test, but someone else did the work, right? So it's just like a community of people. And uh, there is a company that has um, a website, and uh, they have practice tests. And, okay. and I know I have a discount for that, but I haven't looked at it in a while. Like I took the te- I took the class almost a year ago, um, May. Like did, second week of May, I think. Did and, any of it stick from a year ago? Do you remember any of it? I mean, you can't discriminate um, when selling a house, and people break that rule all the time. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, and, and but but the thing is, with those questions, it's specific to an act from a certain yeah. year. I couldn't tell you what those are. Even on a multiple choice, I couldn't tell you what acts they are, right? Because there are multiple acts that are similar. You can't buy a house next to Starbucks. <laughs> what? That's right. You can't. Uh, uh, but but yeah. it's okay, though. They're going to have, uh, at some point, the, the real estate agents are going to all take the day off, and they're going to have a class. They're going to have a sensitivity training class, and everything will be fine. Everything will be perfect and good. Because it's, it's worked out so well so far. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. last night I was driving a bunch of... Uh, uh, roughly 16 17 year old uh, boys um, teenagers and uh, they all they seemed like they all came from you know middle to upper middle class went to good catholic high school they all sounds it sounds like they're all going to good schools and you know uh, i had hip hop on and they were loving that and that's cool and the kid in the front had a jewel and was sort of he was hitting that you know smoking smoking cannabis and uh and it was like and i'm just talking to them just like me as though i were talking to my son and his friends except that these kids don't know me so they're not like why is he fucking talking to us right (laughs) like it's just like it's like the cool uber driver which in like real life cool uber drivers a fucking loser (laughs) like stop trying to connect (laughs) 
You yeah, let them smoke cannabis in the vehicle. Well, I didn't which, let them. I mean, well, I didn't. I didn't stop them. But you could have said, "What the fuck are you doing back there? Get out!" I <laughs> mean, know? I know. I mean, not that I, I would. But no, I don't. Somebody. No, it's. I, I don't. Like, I don't know what's in there. I couldn't smell anything. I don't know. But we're having a full on conversation, and, and the and I and I I said something about these kids. Like I, I did tell them, you know, just be smart. Don't be stupid. Well, I get it. You're 17, and you're boys. So of course you're going to be stupid. And I, and and I said, I said, look, I. Know who you kids are? You know you come from like your privilege, and you have a little bit of money, and you're basically all smart enough to to like fake it and go to the good college and do this and that and the other thing. And and I said, hey, you know, look, you I know you guys, you like your racist memes and all that shit, and they do, they all do. And I wonder what it is. Why? Not all of them, but a lot of these kids that come from that background. I don't know if it's the culture of the last couple of years, if that's just throughout space and time, like. Just I really, yeah, it's, yeah, I, I don't really Pushing know. the envelope, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. uh, you know, what can we get away with? What can we say? That's wrong. Like, I don't know if you heard about Syracuse University, one of the fraternities. I saw Did a part of it, this? yeah. Yeah, I yeah okay, I didn't watch, I didn't find the video, I didn't see it, but that's the school I went to. Okay. It was ridiculous. It was, you know, when I watched it, um, okay, should they have done that? Uh, no, no, no. It was, you know, the idea that anybody would do uh, a skit like that and uh, have it recorded. Okay, doing it's one thing stupid. Recording it's really stupid. Mm -hmm. But um, I, I just, I was like, what in the fuck are they trying to prove? You could tell there was sort of a, they were trying to act like it was a tongue-in-cheek uh, sort of thing, but nobody watching that would think it was funny. I, I, I don't. Well, I was going to say that's the thing. I think the uh, it, it, it probably just wasn't funny, right? It's a bunch right, of engineering right. students, right? And what they're saying, it's not just what they're saying, it's not really funny, right? No, like, no. Not you know, Because um, I think when you're dealing with that level of, of that kind of comedy, satire, pop, it kind of has to be a little bit smart and sort of, you know what I mean? Like you can get away with certain things not because you're black, not because you're Jewish, not because you're this, but because you're funny. But now yeah. f being funny is subjective, right? Yeah. So I, I, I need to check the video archives. You know, like when I went to um, Syracuse University, what was it, 28 years ago, whatever the fuck it was, um, I had a VHS camcorder. I've talked about this. And my nickname yeah. was Video Man, V-Man. And it was weird. And I have a, a fair amount of video footage of a bunch of um, 18, 19-year-old fucking stinky, shitty boys. And uh, I, I wonder if I have anyone saying anything kind of like that today would get them like front page news. Right? Yeah. Like, I wonder. I mean, it's I possible. I wonder sometimes if if they're pushing back in a way because uh, things have gotten or have gotten. Uh, I, like I heard something this week that I'd never heard a phrase I'd heard before, and I heard it twice from two different sources this week. And it, they were talking about okay, we've all heard about white privilege. Now there's a thing that's starting to come up, and they're talking about Asian privilege. Okay, and. The idea behind that would be that uh, we're in a society now, we're in a time in history when uh, intelligence really does have a lot to do with how much somebody potentially is going to get paid. Uh, and, you know, it wasn't like the, okay, if you went back to 20 years ago, say you were, say you were living in Detroit and uh, two people were working on the, on the automotive line and they were making really good money. You know, those guys made like, back in the day, they made like eighty, ninety thousand $90,000 a year for putting a handle on a car or whatever the job was. But um, the one person could be right next to another person with a wide range in IQ. 
And it didn't matter. It really didn't matter how smart you were, or whatever. Everybody's getting paid the same. And there was a, you know, that was kind of the way the world worked then. But now, as we are moving forward, it really, uh, the way uh, a lot of people are demographers or, or sociologists or whoever, they're, they're thinking that um, moving forward, it's really going to be a much bigger thing that the intelligence uh, that you have will totally predicate where you end up in society for the most part. Um, now, that's not always going to be true. But this Asian privilege thing that they're talking about now is, uh, I, I guess apparently there's some schools that they've figured out, um, they've upped the SAT requirement uh, for the, the level for if you're Asian, you've got to score a certain level higher than the rest of the world than, than uh, in, or other races. What? Yeah, discrimination against Asians basically is what it falls into because because of got, a, because of a positive stereotype because I mean because uh, they're smarter than because they're smarter than us you know the in quotes I'm, I'm saying that you know uh, and there's an expectation that they're gonna they're gonna do better they're gonna sell in a lot of areas that, uh, that I don't know it's, but it's fucking ridiculous you know Asian privilege and now they're talking about you know Asians better be woke because they've got privilege. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? That's, I mean, when we start start uh, do stuff like, I mean, it's a, it's all a slippery slope, and I think that the slope was slippery a long time ago, and uh, there's a bunch of people that are sliding straight the fuck down it. Well, the, 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 I, I, you know, you and I have uh, there's that Canadian professor you talk about, and you, you and I have gone back and forth a little bit on this, and we don't go deep on it, but the the whole uh, concept of like white privilege. So, right, so, and I I totally understand that the Starbucks situation is one incident. Right, but it was and really I don't fuck, really fucked up incident. Oh, I, I, sure, I, yeah. But my 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 thing is saying that that one anecdotal moment that these two guys, just about any two white guys that walked into a Starbucks, just about anywhere in this country where they would put a Starbucks, dressed exactly the same, doing exactly the same thing. Would not it wouldn't have played out that way? I, like, and I and I do realize that you're likely looking at one person at that Starbucks who worked there that made yeah. a choice, that made a decision, and then that choice, a chain reaction, right? Now, you there's the video where you see a guy who appears to be Caucasian, you know, I don't know his ethnic background, that's like talking to the police, like, what did they do? What did they, you know? And it's just sort of like your your head almost explodes, like. They didn't look scary to me. No, I don't know. No, no they were, <laughs> like in they any look, way. Like they they look pretty th- intelligent, actually. Like, yeah, about, right. Yeah. Like they yeah. like. It's, so now, if I walked in there when my beard was stupid big and long and my hair was disheveled and I was dressed in a fucked up way and I walked in there, like kind of looking like a derelict and I asked for the key or whatever, you, you know what I mean? Like, there's a key at a Starbucks bathroom, particularly in cities, for a reason, <laughs> you know, because well, it's not a I, public restroom. Yeah, well, they want to keep the homeless out. When you ever, whenever you get in a situation where, and this happened, at, uh, we have a, uh, okay, we had a big flood here in, in uh, the community in 2008. It took a couple years, but they built a state-of-the-art library. It's really nice. They've got, mm-hmm. it's just, you have to see it. It's, it's fantastic. Yep. But anyway, um, they put in a lot of really uh, amazing seating when, they, when the library uh, was open, and now they've had to uh, really dial that back, and they've... Uh, from what I understand, some of that uh, got so smelly and stuff. I was going to say the chairs guys. must fucking yeah. stink. Yeah, so the so. homeless guys come in there and they, they, you know, 
sprawl out on a chair. They charge their phone. They, you know, speaking to people that aren't there and stinking things up. And uh, <laughs> what are you going to do? You know, so eventually you just take the chairs out. You start locking the bathroom. You start doing things. I understand that some businesses do that. And I've, I've been in businesses where they, you know, it says no public restroom. And uh, somebody walks in and they're like, oh, my daughter really needs to go to the bathroom. Could, could she just go? And, and I've seen, you know, employees go, no, you can't go here. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Let the kid go to the bathroom. It's just, you know, it's just mm-hmm. ridiculous that you wouldn't uh, allow somebody to occasionally use the bathroom. But they're probably thinking, okay, we don't want anybody using our bathroom, which is fucked up. But Starbucks, uh, I don't know. Well, I, I, yeah, I just felt bad for those guys. Yeah, the, so the the library. Have you ever been to Seattle? I have been to Seattle. I've never been to the library there. Okay, so there's a library, sort of. I, I, I guess it's the central library. It's sort of like the main branch of the library, and it's um, this um, architect Rem Coolhouse designed this thing. And I've I think I've produced like two events there, maybe okay. definitely one, maybe two, and. We did a photo and video shoot there. And so we had this thing where we had to, we could get in at like four o'clock in the morning, but we had to be out. We had like a hard out of like 8.30, I think, before they opened at nine. Now, when they open, most of the people, well, there, I'm sure there are locals that go there all the time, but it's just a lot of tourists. It's a beautifully designed building. Loved it. Really great. And, um, and a lot of homeless. I just yeah. like, Homeless coming to spend the day sitting down. They may be reading. They may be doing this. But, I mean, it's like a, a warm place and, you know, and they can look on the Internet for porn. It depends on the community you live <laughs> in, right? Like, it's just like, not like a, oh, God. <laughs> well, I have seen uh, – there's a, a big computer area like most libraries would have now. But um, I have uh, walked by the back of them uh, and seen – uh, a bunch of homeless guys uh, playing uh, like video games. You know, they're, they're whatever the the one of video game du jour. But they can also, like I said, go there and charge their phones. Most of all of them have phones. And, <laughs> I, I don't know that I, really. Do they? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, it's it's an interesting world. I, I, you know, I, I was uh, I'm involved with. Uh, I was race director for a, a bunch of uh, local running events, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, so I've seen a lot of. Uh, things re- regarding uh, how okay so after these events are over a lot of times you have leftover you know the, the companies that give you uh, you know the, the stuff that you hand out at the race the, you know the the um, little nutty bars and the fruit and the, whatever you know stuff that they give you to hand out okay sometimes you have a bunch of that stuff that's left over so um, a lot of times we would take it to uh, there's a uh, there's a center for uh, a shelter for women with the, you know if they're trying to you know get off the street or they're trying to get away from an abusive relationship and one of those kind of places where they can bring kids in and we've donated a lot of stuff there and uh so uh one year though before we left uh, to take a truckload of this stuff uh, almost uh, to one of these places we had a lot of product there and uh everybody was pretty much gone but there was a bunch of homeless people still hanging around this park where we had the the after party for the race and so these guys are standing there they come over and uh we had some watermelon that was cut up and some things like that it was in july and it was really warm out so these guys start eating watermelon and stuff and so i start trying to give these guys we had like granola bars and all kinds of stuff and i start trying to give them food and the guy looks at me and he goes 
I'm not really sure I like granola so much, and I don't really want to carry it. <laughs> and so they're turning us down for this free food. Uh, I was like, really? You want some bananas? Yeah, I don't think so. He goes, I can get those. You know, I don't, I don't really, I don't really care. <laughs> and uh, then the guy goes, yeah, well, there's sort of lunch up the street here in just a minute. I can just go up there and eat. And he's like, nah, I'm not, not too concerned. But when it's cold out or raining, like it would be in Seattle, and uh, you need some place to go, I, I don't, you know, you can't blame them for going there. See, you know. the phone thing though i don't i mean like I, like maybe they have the obama phone do you remember the obama phone it's not an oh obama yeah they, phone. there's they no were, such thing as an obama phone well there's it's not. <laughs> i don't know what what the program was but they're here you know this is not a huge community but um with there was definitely a presence with somebody in quote unquote the hood uh that um they would have these tents that were set up like these you know 10 by 10 those pop-up tent things and they would have people there and there was a program for phones that they were giving away phones and there was some sort of a qualification process i'm sure for a certain amount of you know minutes or something uh per month but uh yeah there was somebody there that uh, knew what the people figured out what the what the what the level is of income that you need or what your situation is that you need to qualify and uh so if i'm selling phones and i've got a you know warehouse full of these things i can send people out to these communities and sit down and go all right let's talk so the people start lining up they go you're you know you're currently on food stamps you're currently blah 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 what programs are you involved with how much income do you have uh, are you on assistance of any sort and then they go well yeah you're eligible so you fill out this form blah 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 here's your phone here's your you know whatever mm-hmm. so yeah there is <laughs> well th- th- so th- i remember this because there was like this viral video about the obama phone and i don't know if it was you know, a big o on it or something <laughs> no but it was just like this whole way it was, it's, it's the same thing as like obamacare right so so republicans right. on the right decided to you know sort of use this as an, as an example of excessive like welfare and giving people free shit right like that yeah, don't deserve it right, right, so right. but the program was called lifeline and it was begun under uh, under ronald okay. reagan and it ex- and then oh, it ex- okay. under george w bush it it was expanded to include cell phone service right so you know it's it was it was just the thing where they were cracking down under Obama and then it gets attached because Obama's the black president and this and he's a Democrat and you know so it was to illustrate a point but it wasn't yeah. necessarily and and I think that it's one of those things where it's like theoretically the program's a good thing right it's like yes. you like, like food stamps are not necessarily a bad thing if they're used properly like you like the idea that it's one of those things if you're going to be the government you're going to give people free stamps for food should they be allowed to buy kool-aid you know what i'm saying like at what point like what right what what are the freedoms right do you not have the same freedoms it's like not that you should treat certain people like their children but it's sort of well no you can't buy that with it or you shouldn't be allowed to trade them or you know like at what point how do you how do you protect against uh, abuses and and fraud and bullshit right like okay well i mean if they have that why are they wearing those sneakers? Well, if they have that, then who? Where'd they get that money for that? Right? Oh, they're driving yeah. that car and they have food stamps. What the fuck? Right? It's like, so you start to connect dots that may or may not be there, or some people do that. Right? I work really hard. 
I have to pay my dad. I don't know. I don't have the freaking answers. But so it's the Obama phone. Basically, what I'm saying is that fucking president gave these motherfuckers free fucking phones. And you know who's paying for it, Colin Flynn? You and I right here. You might be in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. And I might be here in New Jersey. And I don't give a fuck what the fucking president. But that's bullshit right there. Uh, <laughs> hold on. I, I, I'm getting one of the credit card companies, American Express, is calling me on my Obama phone. <laughs> I'm in my pool house. No, it's not my pool house. It's my ex wife's pool house. But holy shit. Well, there's iron there obviously in so many areas one is the the fucking person that's that's bitching about the person that's got the obama phone wants them to go to work and uh how, how's anybody going to call them if they don't you know if they don't have a phone so you know no wait i'm 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 fairly confident i just found out that my uh my aunt mary whom i believe is 65 i don't know if i've talked about her much it's my dad's sister um she's uh um, uh, mentally challenged. What's the right word for it? Slow. <laughs> a, a slow adult. Didn't you, I say that said, last week? Like seventeen I, times, I kept saying slow adult. You said she she's not. You know, like she doesn't have classic Down syndrome, or she doesn't like have anything like that. I I think I don't remember exactly what it was, but but I, I couldn't tell you what her IQ is. But you know, she reads. She slow. reads books. Yeah, she yeah. goes. She's t- she's taken um 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 an L cell class. Okay, XL. L cell. That's what she calls it, L-Cell. I mean, it's one of those things where, yeah, I I wish I had one of the birthday cards that she sent me in the way that she writes, because it's like, there's a possibility there's some level of dyslexia, and uh, and, basically, she's though, she's a pain, she's a very stubborn, pain-in-the-ass person, right? She really is. Like, she she blows off my family, and she doesn't want to do things with us. Like, we're doing, like, a a fundraiser next week, um, a 5K run walk. I think I've told you about that. And uh, she's not going. She's never gone. She doesn't want to go. Now, because it's for her sister, my Aunt Dorothy, who passed away, like, 30 years ago. Um, Myeloma, cancer. And... uh, and she said that she doesn't. She wants to remember uh, Dorothy the way she remembers her. I said, no one's telling you how to. I mean, I don't know how her brain works in terms of things like that. Like sure. it's like we're not. It's like it's the family's getting together, and you you walk all the time. But again, it's her life, and she is who she is. And I just found out recently that she has a cell phone, <laughs> and it's it's from the government program. Okay, and and. I, I think it's limited in how she she showed it to me a couple of weeks ago at uh, my uncle's uh, at uh, my uncle's seventieth birthday party and and I was like what and she asked me if I could get music on it I'm like I don't even know what this is like this was like like the it it was predated like my first uh, Nokia like handset phone right and I'm like it, but it's a smartphone though and it has apps on it and it's Android and I didn't I was like I don't know how to do this. Like, I think it has a memory sure. card. I don't know. Like, do you have data? Like, what? I don't know. I don't know enough about it. So, yeah. and I just didn't have the patience to, like, help her with it. I had a, a friend's family. They had a, uh, uh, one of the kids was, uh, I guess, I don't know, you call it slow, moron, idiot. Imbecile. <laughs> there's some There's some actual technical scientific explanation for it low iq mm-hmm. uh, but a nice guy he, he was mm-hmm. he was uh he, he was and then but he married he got married and uh the person that he married was similar iq 
but she was she was nasty. She was she is well, she's still living. Mm-hmm. She she was just uh, is I say was I haven't seen her in a while, but she uh, I think they're still married and whatever. But she's just not a pleasant a pleasant person. And his mother used to always say, uh, "I just wish he would have married a pleasant idiot." He could, you know, there's, <laughs> there's idiots that are that are, that are well, really nice people. But uh, yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. So this is somewhat unrelated, but yesterday. I was uh, I was here. I, I so I was I was here uh, at, at in the yard. It was a fairly nice day. It was probably in the high sixties. It's sunny. There was a lot going on in the neighborhood. You know, like some kid across the street, he's playing uh, basketball. So you're hearing the bounce of the basketball. My ex-wife is raking, but she doesn't have any power stuff going on. But someone was having their lawn done. So you had a bunch of guys with like leaf blowers, and I was trying to get some stuff done. And one of the things I was trying to get done was. Um, I'm in my car trying to zip tie. There's a you know the um, the the seat controller on the, like in the driver's seat. It's on the left side of your car, and you can kind of you know push it up, yeah. down, back, whatever. So that plastic broke off, and it's just been dangling there. So anytime a passenger gets in the back seat, they kick it, and it kind of kicks up, and I, it pisses me off. The thing still works, but all the clips broke, and the plastic broke. Right? I mean, it's a 11 year old car, so. And I just, it just hit me the other day. There's like, what the fuck am I doing? All I need to do is go to like Lowe's or Home Depot, get some zip ties, get my like power drill, my like portable, you know, battery charge power drill, and get under that seat and start. And I was trying to do that, and I'm inside my car, like kind of squeezing under the steering wheel, trying to get in there, trying to fucking break the hole. And I'm, and it was so frustrating. This thing that seemed like it would be easy was so challenging and time consuming, and. With the noise and everything going on, I was losing my fucking shit. I was like, and there's this girl that lives across the street. Um, it's it's the family's daughter. And she's probably around 20. She could be like 26 or 27. She's autistic. And she just stands there in the driveway, and she's just like, hi, 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 hi. And she's like, and she was playing with bubbles and this, and she was just like, yay, yay. And I'm like, I was so fucking impatient. I'm like, shut the fuck in there. And then the dog, our dog, my kid's dog, Harry, is barking. And I'm like, Harry, shut the fuck. What are you fucking barking? Shut the fuck up. Stop barking. And I'm losing my shit over this woman to the point that I thought I had Asperger's. Because it's like, why can't, why can't I just fucking chill with the zip ties and block this all out? Why am I freaking the fuck out about all of these things because i was just like i was angry i was like i didn't want to be doing this but i'm like why haven't i done this why weren't you blowing bubbles with her why i should have going come on let's i should have just been flapping my hands yeah. like just to the point where she like flaps her hands like you think she's gonna fly away she's not a small girl though probably wouldn't work um i don't know if anyone could fl- i used to dream I, I used to dream as a kid that i could fly by flapping my wings but i was more like glide i couldn't get higher than like seven eight feet but it was an amazing <laughs> <laughs> I, I've anyway. had the same dream, sort of, but on me, I'm 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 flying in an, a standing position, and I get going. I, I can fly by sort of oh, that's pumping, pretty cool. Pumping my leg, like by pumping my leg up, and, o- almost so like running like, in place, kind of deal. Like not quite like running, but like kind of like you're kickstarting a motorcycle. Kind oh, that's of, awesome. One of, one of those kind of feelings, <laughs> but and then sometimes uh, it works really well in the dream, and then sometimes for for whatever reason, I, I can't get enough. I can't get enough height. I don't oh, know so it kind, isn't that kind of like in, in the first Superman, the one with Christopher Reeves, Superman where uh, uh, Terrence Stamp, Zod, okay. didn't, didn't they fly that way? I think they actually glided down and they flew like in, in the vertical position. 
Yeah, like kind of. I don't know that they didn't kickstart that kind of thing. But yeah, I was literally flapping my like flapping my arms up and down and gliding over my pool, my up above ground pool, and kind of coming like about two, three feet to the ground and then going up, but never really high. But you know. It's very clear, though, that the, 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 the girl across the street had a better day than you did. So there's Oh, my God. She had an amazing day. Maybe that's why I was so fucking angry. I'm like, why does she deserve happiness all the fucking time? <laughs> She's a moron, an idiot, or an imbecile. She doesn't know enough to be unhappy. I live in my ex-wife's pool house. And I think I've told you this before. I probably I should say it more. When I got divorced, I missed the pool house more than I missed my kids. Like, that's a, that's that's a that's a that's a true story. Like I'm not kidding. Like I was like, I mean, I figured because I figured no matter what I do to my kids, for the most part, it's nothing so bad that they're gonna like write me off forever. Yeah, like they're gonna always be back and love me at some point, right? They'll go through their phases, but that pool house is not forever. And like, I lost four years of the pool house. I'm yes. back, baby. <laughs> so, are, are the kids getting? I mean, are they they really getting used to the idea that you're there and they're liking it? Do you think or? How's that working? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. Because, you know, one thing, when you're, when I think, not everyone, but when you're divorced, it's hard, challenging to play your parents against one another, right? Because right, they've sure. got their household, you have their household. But when you're married and living in the same house, they, like if something doesn't work out with mom, you can go to dad. If something doesn't work out with dad, you go to mom. And you understand the dynamics, your relationship with them, and you understand the dynamics that they have together. So I think being here, that exists again, right? It's in real time because it's it's like in the moment. Like, let's say let's say I used to have the kids every every Wednesday and like every other weekend and I would have them on every other Tuesday as well it was a convoluted thing but basically about a third of the time okay. well if something happened on a Monday with their mom and it wasn't terrible but it was kind of frustrating and annoying and like mom doesn't get me whatever when I see them on Wednesday after school that's not going to be a thing you know what I mean? Like they're not yeah. gonna they're not gonna bitch to me about mom, or they're not gonna call me when they're at their mom's. You know, so so I think I think there's an appreciation. Kylie loves avocado toast, and I make it all the time. And her mom okay. hates avocados, like despises them. Hmm. Like she's made guacamole, but they make her sick because her mom's Puerto Rican, and she had them like every moment of every day when she was growing up. Okay. So Kylie's happy that I make her avocado toast. You know, mm. like, so yeah, I think they appreciate that I'm around. I mean, Cameron and I played ping pong yesterday. We played three games of ping pong. He kicked my fucking ass. <laughs> he kicked my ass. Nice. And in the second game, in the yeah. second game, I was beating him by like nine or ten points. He's playing. He was playing lefty. Oh. He was playing fucking lefty. I didn't even realize it. He's a righty. <laughs> fucking asshole. So- what I'm wondering is, okay, when you get to September and, and there's the, the drop-dead date of John being in the pool house again, due, part due. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering, uh, maybe the kids at that point, it's going to be it's gonna be like uh, having a dog. They're going to be like, can we keep him? You know, it's, it's like the dog <laughs> yes, down the street wandered in. Can, can we keep him? I, I just really, can we keep him? Come on, Mom, please. My, my goal is not to fuck it up. Yeah. Like, seriously, like, I I'm, I have no expectation of staying. I think my ex-wife and I, we go through our moments, but for the most part, it's a little bit better. She's apo- She apologized to me the other day for something. Like, she she kind of overreacted to two things this past week. Nothing notable, but, uh, like, to the point where I was like, what the fuck? What did I do? What I Like, I know when I'm being an asshole and when I'm being sarcastic. I'm like, but I wasn't. I don't know. Like, I just... 
and and she sent me a text like can you talk and i'm like sure yeah and then she apologized and explained why she reacted the way she reacted and uh she sincerely apologized so and then i talked to her a little bit about work and jobs and you know what i'm doing and how you know how tough my challenging my situation is with the amount of debt i have and that like the reason i drive for the car service company and i drive for uber and lyft as much as i have been doing without like looking doing the real estate and all that other stuff is because i need to make money because even if you know, I work 24-7. I, I've been still, this is a tough nut to crack, you know. Uh, and that's just the reality of what it is, you know. It's just like, fuck, how do you get out from underneath it? And so I, there were no tiny violins. I'm like, I put myself here. I'm not right. complaining. I'm just saying, like, it's not that I don't want to get a quote-unquote real job, but that real job that I would get unless it paid stupid money and they're not just doling out jobs, even if I'm qualified for it, like, you know, it takes time to start those things. It would be, it would, it usually takes at least six weeks to get a quote unquote real job. The interview process alone can take six weeks to three months, sometimes six months. And it's not an excuse. It's just what the fuck, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So it's, it's good. I, I appreciate that I'm here and that I've got the kids and, I see them as much as I do because I did so, not when I lived two miles away. So were the kids, uh, did, was there any mention that? Because I, I learned this week uh, who, first time I'd heard of the guy, uh, Avicii. Anybody talking about Avicii? Okay, so here's the thing. Avicii, I know who Avicii is. I've heard his songs. So uh, yeah. I've, been, I've been obsessively, this has nothing to do with the kids. I've been obsessively, I've been using Spotify a little bit differently. So I go to my the rap caviar playlist. The uh, there's another rap one that's like even like newer stuff, and and I just went to the top fifty. I was really curious. Top fifty U.S. Top fifty mm-hmm. global. Okay. And then they have top fifty by um, by um, country. I don't know how many countries, but quite a few. And I noticed like Drake's got like a shitload of songs in like the top twenty. J. Cole had a top, and I'm like, what top 50? Is this the same top 50, like the Casey Kasem's top 50 countdown kind of shit? Because if so, I was like, top 50 what? Is this the top 50 Spotify shit? Avicii had fucking five, six songs in there. You know, and I had heard, I I had to go look. I was like, have I heard any of this? And there was a couple for sure. Uh, The one with, it's kind of got an acoustic thing going on. I think it's Aloe Black, maybe, that's singing. Um, I'm not sure. But what I'm a little confused about is the I what is okay so I know he's it's EDM it gets into the EDM thing and then he does the you know the whatever that you know that, mm-hmm, that stuff mm-hmm. um, but so does he write the songs or did he write the songs the whole thing and then, or do, do artists come to him I, I don't know maybe you don't know that but I, I was just because you know there's there's a mixture of a song that becomes EDM it seems like in a lot of his stuff it, you know after a certain the, there, there's a segue point in the song where all of a sudden it takes mm-hmm, off and turns mm-hmm. into the into the uh, dance beat thing but I had never I seriously I'd, I'd never heard the name I had no clue uh, there was you know. I've heard it and I've heard it for years and I, I think like I think it was being used quite a bit on like TV shows like uh, America's Got Talent 
and like I think it was being used there, and it was just, and I like I I remember when I've gone to like a kickboxing jam, I've heard those songs, and like so so I, I just found out what the top fifty on Spotify is. It's the United States top fifty, four new entries, uh, and uh, and let's that's see. just Spotify. Your, this is plays, your though. right, your daily update of the most played tracks in the United States right okay. now, right? So the first seven songs, J Cole, all J Cole, because really? he just. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's uh, that um, Drake, Nice For What song, which is like that sort of like club song. Fucking okay. Drake is 37. I was like, that's old for hip hop. You know what I mean? Like not old, like my generation old, but like, because a lot of these kids, like the Lil Pump, they're like between the ages of like 17 and like 22. Even Kendrick Lamar, I don't think is older than 27. Yeah, he's. I think he is like right around in there. And I know right he had there. at one when he when his damn thing came out. I know that uh, at one point they said like all eleven songs were on the Spotify on the Spotify list. So yeah, I, you know that's different than radio was, or I don't know what it's doing now. But it, it, the lists are are certainly different. But it gives you the idea of the popularity. And I was thinking when they start talking about the Avicii thing, I thought maybe this is some sort of insular sort of world I don't know about. But I mean, it was bigger than that. It's just me being uh, an idiot and not knowing what's going on in in current culture. But for a while, I was like, is this one of those? Do you know who Marty Schwartz is? Okay. I don't know. Okay, so the, the, we have these on YouTube. There's these. YouTube YouTube people that if you're in a certain insular sort of community, uh, you know who somebody is. Okay, so there's a guy on YouTube uh, named Marty Schwartz, and he's, if anybody, I, Cameron knows who he is. Um, if you were to ask Cameron, you know that Marty Schwartz guy with the hat on YouTube that uh, plays guitar? He'd be like, oh yeah, 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 I know who that guy is. Um, everybody would know if you play guitar at all who this guy is. But if you're outside the that world, then you you don't know that this guy is like a, a quote unquote big thing on, on YouTube, but you got to be like i don't know do do the amish do they have their own youtube star <laughs> somebody you know, i don't know it's a hasidic monk guy or I don't know, hasidic jew I, that's what i thought it was when i first heard it but apparently not so yeah. So it, it's fascinating, though, this top 50. I mean, like, uh, like I've never heard of Marty Schwartz, right? And that fascinates me that there are these people that exist that have, you know, millions of, of um, views, listens that I've never yeah. heard of, right? That's yeah. mind-boggling because it, it, at a certain point in the culture, like, you know, there were three network television stations, right? And everybody knew Walter Cronkite, right? Everyone right. knew who exactly. Edward R. Murrow was, who Walter Cronkite. Cameron just texted me back. He does not. He, um, he does not guy. know. The guy with the hat. Did you do that? The guitar instructor with the uh, pork pie hat. You may <laughs> not know him by name. Anyway. I'm yeah, I'm asking him. I'm, I'm curious because right. Cameron does know a lot of guitar stuff, but he, I think he's very particular about the type of guitar videos that he watches, but I'm surprised if this guy does that that he hasn't come across him. Guitar right, Jams, so. I think, is his actual company, but... Uh, the guy is like whenever you look up anything as far as you know, like if you like okay Cameron likes you said uh, John Mayer as an as an example mm-hmm. okay you could go directly to John Mayer and he does some of that instructional stuff but if you went to this Marty Schwartz guy he would also break down John Mayer like four thousand ways that you can play it it's free guitar lessons um, and he does a ton of them they're, they're just hmm. like they're there for everything oh yeah yeah i feel yeah i see this guy i think i've, I've i think i've seen this guy yeah. uh seven hundred fifty-two thousand. yeah um 
subscribers. Oh, really? shit. How to Play Ring of Fire by Johnny Cash. Easy acoustic. <laughs> Seal. Kiss from a Rose. Guitar. Yeah, Easy. usually if you wow. Google pretty much any song, how to play blah, blah, blah on guitar, hmm. he pops up. And it's hmm. just almost anything. He, you know, he's, he's on top of it. But... <laughs> So this, I'm going to tell you, this is crazy. Like, this is today, okay? The top 50, it's almost, almost all of it is hip-hop. Seriously, I, I would say that 50, I, I would say a good 90-plus percent is hip-hop. Are there, so are there any, so, so there's some pop, but is there, like... Very little pop. You've got, like... Avicii has like uh, the number thirty-one and thirty-two song, yeah. the number forty-one. Right. But uh, I'm just like Calvin Harris. He's another one, the one that was sure. dating, uh, yeah. what, uh, Taylor Swift and whatever. Any country? Hold <laughs> on. Yeah. Correction. I apologize for this. Doesn't ring a bell. Oh wait, I thought you said Mary Schwartz. <laughs> I wrote Marty. He's like, yeah, I know Marty Schwartz. <laughs> See, I don't know if he's just being a dick and just fucking with me if he really didn't read it because I did write Marty Schwartz. No, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that Marty Schwartz. No, Mary Schwartz, no fucking idea. His sister. His sister Mary. She's a slow adult. <laughs> so, she's, she's out blowing bubbles. I she plays her. the kazoo. Not a very – she has like – Four subscribers, but she really likes it, right? And Marty <laughs> Schwartz, her brother, is one of them. Um, <laughs> so you have Aviche, he's got number 31, number 32, but you, you most of this is fucking hip hop, it's fucking create like it's so much of it. And I've been listening to a lot of it, so I'm contributing. Um, yeah. and then I, you know, I don't doubt that, but there's no on that list anywhere is there country, and I'm not, I'm not a country advocate, but I know that on radio country is predominantly as far as radio play and the number of uh, mm -hmm. you know stations that program you know whatever if you look at a format um country is the biggest thing in the united states mm. uh, which always kills me because a lot of it's so bad but um yeah i'm surprised that uh, it's no, all hip-hop i'm like i've never really explored spotify i've listened to the i listen to like the curated pure uh playlist that already exists i don't make too many of my own playlists and I went into new music the other day, and I'm like, holy fuck, this is, it's kind of awesome. Like, it anyone is, that wants yeah. to knock digital, like, right, and it started with kind of Napster and then iTunes and whatever, and I fucking hate iTunes Music Store. I fucking hate everything I about too. it. I don't like where it keeps its move. It used to make sense to me. It doesn't it make kinda, sense yeah, anymore. Yeah, it just, it, but yeah. Spotify totally makes sense to me, and I'm discovering new music, and there's a way to do this. Um, it's, and I, I saw that fucking Neil Young has a new album. He does, yeah. It's called Paradox, and it's from a movie which his girlfriend, I don't know if they're married, I think it's just his girlfriend, Daryl Hannah, you know, from Splash. Because I yeah. said to Cameron, Cameron kind of knows who Neil Young is, even though he's a guitarist and he's into, he doesn't, I don't think he's really listened much. And I said, Cameron, can you look up, this is in the car, I said, Neil Young has a new album, it's from a movie, Paradox, I haven't heard of it, can you look that up? I was driving, and he, he said, uh, yeah, sure. He said, yeah, it was directed by Daryl Hannah. I was like, oh yeah, I think they're dating, or maybe they're married. And he's like, Neil Young's gay? I'm like, no, no, Daryl Hannah is a woman. <laughs> like I realized, there's no way that a kid that was born in 2002 know who's, knows who the fuck Daryl Hannah is, unless like their mom, dad, like Generation X mom, dad made them watch Splash. It should have been. Oh my God, that's so sexist. <laughs> like, How could you say something like that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then apparently Paradox doesn't get good reviews. Uh, but apparently Willie Nelson and uh, and and Neil Young are in it. But I was like, holy shit, there's another new album. Fucking 
Sting and Shaggy. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> when the fuck, when did they get high and decide to make music? Which is kind of yeah, cool yeah. because because uh, old police, total reggae. Like, it had yeah, these reggae it was. beats. It it was. Was. Like, like, I love the police. I have very mixed feelings about Sting. Like, as a person, fine, but as a musician, I don't like a lot of his shit. I mean, yeah, he's very talented. Yeah, there's a few. You know, he, yeah, he's really talented. But, uh, yeah, for the most part, um, a lot of it's not that that listenable. Or, or he's, uh, yeah, well, it's not nearly, I guess, put it this way. It's not nearly as enjoyable for me to listen to Sting's uh, solo stuff as it was, yeah, with stuff like Zen, Zen Yadam and Dada and all those, uh, you know, that early yeah, stuff was I, it, it just threw me. I'm like, what? Huh? So, yeah, there's like a new release thing somewhere on there. And, and I was like, that was fucking good shit. Yeah, I, I heard that the Neil Young thing was actually good from somebody that. Uh, yeah, there's a, a. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, I didn't listen to the whole thing. I listened to a few songs. There's a song called, uh, I don't know, Tumbleweeds or something, and uh, Tumbleweed, and uh, he's he's playing. Someone's playing the uh, ukulele. It's pretty good. You know, okay. It's like Neil Young being Neil Young. Yeah. So my biggest uh, thing this week, uh, while Rachel is gone, is um, I I have ordered it already, and uh, okay, so I, I I do occasionally snore. Uh-huh. Uh, I, actually, I do snore. I, I, I do sometimes too. I, I, I can't wait to hear this. Actually, I I have woke myself up a couple times uh, recently where. I was pretty sure that somebody was like out in the driveway with a like a like a old like eighty three Chevy something or other, and it was flooded. And I was like, you know, whatever. Me making this noise, and I, there's like this vehicle that's out there, and it's no, that's it's not a vehicle, it's me. Um, and so I've woke myself up. So I realized that uh, I, I've got to do something. So uh, I've been hearing this commercial on. Uh, when I go back and forth to work, a lot of times I'll just because it's noise, I will put on ESPN. And I've heard this commercial for a product uh, called Zippa, Z Y P P A H, which is the letter Z and then happy backwards. Z Y P P A H. Okay. And I thought, okay, I didn't pay any, any attention to it for a while, but then I heard I was actually listening to Rogan's podcast and he was talking about this doctor that hooked him up with this. It's a mouthpiece that has a. Uh, it's like a, a rubber band kind of material that goes across your tongue. And so you put this mouthpiece in and it keeps your tongue in a position so that it doesn't get back and make that, you, you can't make the rattly thing go on. So it keeps you breathing, moves your jaw, I guess, somehow in a position that kind of moves it forward slightly and keeps the airway open. And so uh, it's uh, ninety nine ninety five to order one of these, uh, and uh, it says uh, very high rated uh, money back guarantee. So I've ordered one of those. So I'm gonna. She's gonna leave. She left a snorer. She left me uh, as a snoring person, and uh, when she comes back, it's gonna be the all new, quiet sleeping me. So what's it? What's it called again? Z y p p a h. Zippa is the uh, zip. I think it's zippa.com. Pretty sure, but uh, Zippa. Yeah. Okay, I'm just trying to say now. Did you? So when do you expect it to show up? Uh, a couple of days. Stop snoring. Okay, so I have I have something. It was made in China. It's called Snore Circle. Okay, it it sits in your fucking ear. I don't know what the fuck it does. In your uh, ear? Yeah, it's in your ear. It almost looks like an old school Bluetooth headset kind of deal. Okay, and. Um, 
This one. See now, when you said snore circle, all I could think of was like a drum circle, and mm-hmm. I thought maybe you had a bunch of people bunch of around people you. Around. Quit snoring. <laughs> snore circle. Let me see if that's what it's called. It's upstairs. You. I haven't used it in a long time. Maybe I should try it again and set up a video. Yeah, it's got four point seven um, stars in Amazon, but I don't trust Amazon reviews. Uh, yeah, sometimes they're they're yeah. I think that companies get in there and and uh, hire people to go in and do the reviews for them, and make it look better. So uh, your your snore circle has four point seven, or the Zippa has four point seven. Uh, the snore circle, whatever the fuck the thing is called, I forgot exactly what it's called. Uh, I think I it was the second the version that they put it out. So I don't what, get that. I don't rem- I don't know how it's supposed to work. What's the um, uh, Zippa? I'm trying to figure it out on see if Amazon has it. Uh, I didn't even look at Amazon. I just uh, ordered directly from their website. So I, I don't know. I probably should have. Uh, no, there there are some others that have a similar design, but right. it doesn't. It, it's possible that they're not selling on Amazon right now. Yeah, I actually looked at. There was one I was tempted by from uh, that I, when I started doing the initial search. I was looking around. There was one that. Uh, is sold uh, at Walmart. You can't go to the store and buy it. You got to buy it from Walmart.com, and it's only twelve bucks. And it looked kind of similar, but yeah, <laughs> I thought, yeah. uh, see, I thought you were usually one to go with the twelve dollar one. Let's see how this works. Usually, I am. That's very true. And sometimes that bites you in the ass. Sometimes it works out. But because uh, yeah, I was just as you said that, I looked to my left and I saw a set of uh, wireless earbuds that I got sitting over here that. Uh, yeah, not so, not so much. I shouldn't have. I, I thought that was, uh, and it was something that was three or four, I think it was four stars, four point. It, it was a highly rated Amazon thing that I got. And the little earbuds look like, um, they look like bullets. They look like the shell casings of a bullet, which probably isn't probably <laughs> something you want to walk around with these days anyway. But uh, yeah, that was a bust. Well, have, so have you seen this thing? I got an email from Apple that you could trade in your old iPhone. Or Apple stuff. So my iPhone 6, Apple will trade it in for a $100 gift card. Which to me, it's like, wait, hmm, it's in good condition. If I actually can get a $100 gift card for Apple, then maybe I could buy like decent Bluetooth earbuds, like Beats or something, that are okay. Yeah. But I don't even know where to start because I've spent way too much money. Well, at that point, you you knock the earbuds. You say they're whatever the AirPods. You don't love them. I I don't I haven't heard them, but I uh, the only experience I've had with them is there are people that are telling me when they call me or something they say, and they're, they're they start saying these sound great it's fantastic it's like you know and uh, and I'm hearing the the other end of it doesn't sound good from my mm-hmm. end, listening mm-hmm. to them their their voice has always got that pixelated thing going on and uh, sometimes you know there's there's a lot of extraneous noises and I can't hear what they're saying mm-hmm. so but on the other end when I'm talking to them apparently and they're they're hearing that really well and they think it's amazing but from the I think that thing's just a little too far away from your mouth maybe or something I don't know mm-hmm. but uh, it, from the from the end of the receiver it's not not as right. nearly as enjoyable as the person that's uh, got them in their ear and listening to you when on a phone conversation is primarily it, what I'm talking about it looks about. like the the uh, the beats wireless earbuds like there's nothing less than 150 bucks that's right. probably yeah sounds about right yeah i mean even even the uh, lightning connector and 3.5 millimeter plug are like 100 bucks so yeah. it's like, eh. but I don't know if they're any good because it'll piss it pisses me off when I spend not enough money on them and they break. I lose them. They're shit, poor quality, and it pisses me off when I spend a lot more money and they're not that much better. 
And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we touch.